Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. My name is Morgan Hodge. I am a performance coach and neurobiomechanical specialist. And each week we are looking to bring you an inspiring person or message to help you level up your life. Truly appreciate you taking the time and spending it with me today. Let's level up. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. Took a little bit of a hiatus there for a few weeks, uh, but we're back with some more episodes. Um, just needed some time to reconnect and reestablish um, some of the main foundations of what I want to do moving forward. Uh, but I'm excited to get back to these episodes and to providing more and more information uh, and diving down the rabbit hole on all sorts of topics with you guys. Uh, so I appreciate your patience for new episodes coming out. Um, and yeah, just, just looking forward to getting back on, uh, back on these weekly episodes and, uh, spending more time chatting with you guys, chatting with new people on the podcast, uh, some amazing people lined up to come on. So, uh, yeah, just really looking forward to that. Today is all about, uh, shame. I had a really interesting conversation yesterday about shame. Uh, shame came up with the client that I was working with and uh, she had really resonated with a statement um, uh, via an author that I'm going to be talking about a lot today, Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown. Um, and we had a good chat about shame and sort of the psychology of our self-worth and what we believe ourself to be. Um, the value that we hold within ourselves. So I wanted to take the time to do an episode on shame and just discuss some points, maybe some strategies that we can utilize and work through um, to help come out of this feeling of shame uh, within ourselves. And if it's truly shame that we are experiencing, or if it's something uh, totally different. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Again, so happy to be back and uh, putting out more content on the daily pursuits. Time to level up. Shame. When we bury the story, we forever stay the subject of the story. If we own the story, we get to narrate the ending. Dr. Brene Brown. I really love that quote and the reason why I wanted to use one from Dr. Brene Brown was because of a conversation I had with a client of mine the other day and the topic of shame was brought up and the notion of why we feel shame and is it truly shame that we are experiencing or is it uh, some other emotion that we are putting the shame mask on top of. Um, something I just want to start off with is a distinction, right? Because we often, what we consider shame may actually be something totally different, like guilt. Um, so shame in itself means I am bad. So it's a structure and a context where we feel that we have done something bad, that we are bad, a bad person, a bad individual, a bad wife, a bad husband, a bad father, a bad son, whatever it is that we feel that we are inherently a bad human. Whereas guilt means I did something bad. So something that you, an action that you took, you then constitute as being bad. So that's guilt. 
So I think right off the bat, it's important for us to make that distinction between are we actually feeling shame or are we feeling guilt? And either way, going back to the initial quote, when we bury the story, we forever stay the subject of the story. So whether it's guilt that we are feeling or whether it's shame that we are feeling, if we bury that down, we are then giving that control away. And that's something that I will touch on in some of these points around coming out of feeling shame or feeling these emotions. Because we need to take effort and take action in our life. We need to be willing to, as Brené Brown says, take five seconds and then take action. Because if we don't, then we're out of control. We've lost control. We've let that thought, that perceived idea of who we are, that outside input of who we are, other people's opinions, dictate the storyline. However, if we own the story, we get to narrate the ending. So even if we feel like we are bad, even if we feel that we did something bad, if we begin to own that, we can then take action on it. So there's a few things that I just wanted to touch on today that can help us step forward if we're feeling shame, if we're feeling like we are a bad person for whatever reason, and we're holding on to this construct that we are bad. Now, a lot of times that feeling that sensation, that, that idea of ourselves being a bad person comes from external input, comes from outside sources dictating who we think of ourselves, who we believe ourselves to be, because we're living based on other people's opinions. So first and foremost, what I want to instill and to talk about is Grounding yourself in the present and bringing the shame or the guilt or the emotion that you're feeling to light. So what do I mean by this? So if we are living our life based on other people's opinions and we feel that we are a bad person because of other people's opinions, we're not grounding ourselves in the present moment because opinions are based on previous history typically of that individual, not of you yourself. Their perception of the world that they're living in that you are a part of. So if we can ground ourselves in the present and we can bring shame to light in that moment, we're able to start where we are, which negates everything. It gives us a fresh starting point. Because if we can't just look at where we are presently, and we are holding on to all of these opinions from the past, all of these concepts or ideas from our past, we can't move forward. There's no way to move forward. So we have to truly settle in and get real honest with ourselves and where we are at and identify what are the things that haven't been serving us. What are the ideas running through our head, these notions, these concepts, the reasons why we think that we are a bad person that aren't serving us without judgment. 
Don't judge yourself for it. Just identify it. Be real with yourself. Why do you feel that you are bad in this present moment? Right? Sit in it. Take your time. Write it out. Do what you need to do so that you can be present in that moment and start to move forward from there. So ground yourself in that present moment. From there, once you become present, once you become present in the moment, it's time to think about that vision and create that vision, right? This is something that is so impactful for our lives, but most don't do it, right? Most of us don't sit and actually identify what we see for ourselves in our life. We're more often than not just going through the daily process. And I've been there for so long. And I've gone in waves of it. I had a, a period of time in my early 20s where I didn't have any vision for myself, which in some regards, cool. Right? You're just kind of going. But I needed some form of vision. I need some form of direction. And so I finally did start to create some vision for myself. I knew kind of what I wanted to accomplish and, and do, but I definitely didn't have a clear understanding of it. But over time, I started to work through that. And some things became clear, and I started to work towards that vision. And I accomplished aspects of that vision. And then parts of that vision came true. And the interesting fact about that was once those parts of the con the, that vision came true and I fulfilled that, I then spent the next three or four years kind of back to where I started, which was giving in to outside concepts, outside opinions, and not staying true to my vision because I wasn't clear on it again. When I accomplished one aspect of my, my goal and my visions, I then didn't set the next stage for myself. I didn't become super clear on what the next period of time I wanted to look like and what I saw for myself. I knew that there was something better. I knew that there was a higher level that I wanted to accomplish and get to, but I didn't take the time at that moment in time to truly become clear on that. And it's taken me three or four years to get there to where today I am clear on what I'm wanting to do moving forward for the next period of time. And this is the thing is that it's constantly evolving, right? You may have a vision for your macro view of your life, but guess what? Shit's going to happen. Pandemics are going to hit the world. Throw a wrench in that. So you have to be willing to have that macro vision, be clear on that, but understand that it might change. And in the micro sense, the micro aspects of your life, things might pivot. But when they do, do the work to become super clear on that vision. Take the time to be present in the moment so that you have enough space mentally to get as clear as possible on that vision without outside distraction. That's why the step one is so important to become present in the moment, because if you're not, then trying to come up with that vision and create clarity with that vision and make it super clear becomes really difficult. 
because you're bombarded with these other thoughts that aren't serving you. So get in that space, provide that space for yourself to become super, super clear on your vision. And in doing so, the next phase of that is getting super, super honest with yourself. I love this, this quote. If we define ourselves by what we do, we have put the power of our happiness in the hands of others. Because this directly connects to what I always say, which is don't live your life in response to other people's opinions. And so this next step of getting truly, truly honest with ourselves is super important to creating that clarity in our vision and to actually identifying the action steps that we need to do to come out of this feeling of you are a bad person or that you've done something bad or um, that you can't be who you want to be in this life. So get really honest with yourself. You know, take a look at the path that you've been on, the journey you've been on. What has it taught you? What is your, how does your vision connect to that? Like, where do you want to go from here? What are the things that you need to cut out, that you need to eliminate, so that that vision that you want for yourself can actually happen? So that vision that you want for yourself can actually come to fruition and you can stop feeling bad, like you are a bad person. This is a, such a deep connection there because more often than not, the vision that we have for ourselves, what happens right after that? We often feel bad for wanting something better for ourselves. We feel like we're a bad person for wanting something better for ourselves. We feel bad for valuing our time or stating that our time is X amount of value. We feel bad about it often. And so we pull back and we don't go after our vision because we don't want to hurt other people's feelings. or We don't want to burden someone or feel like we're, you know, taking from someone. We start to place such an external control factor on our life as opposed to taking control within ourselves. But that involves getting super honest with ourselves about how we are defining ourselves and our life. If we define ourselves by what we do, we have put the power of our happiness in the hands of others. So take back that power. Take back that ownership of yourself. Don't define yourself by what you do. You're going to fuck up along the way. That doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That doesn't mean that shame should come in. It just simply means that you're going to be able to learn and grow. So get honest. The next thing that I like to point out with, with all of this is make it bigger than yourself. And this is something that I talked about with my client in that we often make or associate our emotions and our feelings and, and what we're going through 
down to a simple concept. When life is much more complex than that, us as a human is much more complex than that. And so if we can make it bigger than ourselves, we can truly start to live in a full expressed life. And it also allows us the opportunity to understand better how our body functions. And so this is something that I want to talk on. There's a, there's a line in Brene's Brown's book. Uh, I thought it was just me, but it isn't. And she's talking about shame. And so I want to read it for you here. And it's talking about when we are experiencing shame, we're often thrown into crisis mode. Most of the time, we can barely handle all of the byproducts of shame, the fear, blame, and disconnection. However, I'm paraphrasing here, new brain research has come out that allows us to understand that, quote, shame can be so threatening that rather than processing it in the neocortex, the advanced part of the brain that allows us to think, analyze, and react, shame can signal our brains to go into our very primal fight-flight-freeze mode. In this mode, the neocortex is bypassed and our access to advanced rational calm thinking and processing of emotion all but disappears. The primitive part of the brain springs into action and that's when we find ourselves becoming aggressive, wanting to run and hide or feeling paralyzed, sometimes without any clue as to why. The good news is, is that by practicing shame resilience, we can actually change this response. See, I love that because that in itself speaks to these steps, speaks to this idea that our body, if, if we make it bigger than ourselves, and we understand that it's bigger than ourselves, our body is always looking to protect us so that we can live longer. And so if we can recognize that sometimes our body is bypassed the rational side of ourself. And so we feel out of control. We feel like we don't have that ability to respond accordingly in our life, which is why then we feel that we are bad. But that's where it's so important for us to understand that. It's so powerful for us to understand that, that it's bigger than ourself. It's bigger than just that action you took that you fucked up on. That our body actually is creating this bypass of our neocortex and that rational thinking because it's, it's a threat state. So what can we do? We can become more present and acknowledge those things that have gone on without judgment of ourselves for it, but acknowledge those things. Make it bigger than ourselves, and start to move forward. Start to understand that in living that truth and acknowledging that present state, we then can inspire others to do the same. And that in itself takes us out of that I am a bad person mode and starts to make us feel like we are more powerful and capable. And in that, we can find those silver linings. We can find those areas of opportunity that come about for us. That every mistake, every screw up, every fuck up along the way has brought us here. And that's a powerful thing. That's an awesome thing. Even if in this moment you feel bad, like you were a bad person, there's opportunity in that. If we choose to acknowledge it and identify it. So whether or not you feel content with where you're at, or you feel that you're a bad person and, and where you're at right now, there's opportunity. 
I encourage you to take that opportunity to grow and develop and move forward. Sit in it and acknowledge what brought you there, but then look for that silver lining. Look for that area of opportunity. What molded you to be this person that you are today? It's tough at times to acknowledge those things. And there's probably some things that you're like, man, I want to change that. But that's sweet. That's opportunity to become better. Because if it was just all hunky-dory all the time, it honestly wouldn't be that great. You wouldn't be learning anything. So understand that in that struggle, in that tough point of those feelings and those emotions, there's always something there that you can attach and grab onto. And with that notion of attaching, grabbing onto, the last point I want to make with all of this is making connections. Because in this feeling of feeling shame for ourselves and about ourselves, the more connections we can make, the more we realize and we become more present in the moment of our true actual self and our true actual state, that we aren't truly bad. That because we fucked up doesn't make us a bad person. Because we're not where we want to be doesn't make us a bad person. So make those connections. Open up to your best friend, to someone close to you, about how you're feeling, about where you're at, about the direction that you want to go, that vision that you have. Because guess what? They're going to hold you accountable. They're going to help you along the way. They're going to challenge you, but they're going to help you along the way. They're going to help you understand that on that journey, when you do fuck up and you do mess up, great. You're not a bad person for it. You screwed up. You can do something about that. So get that support. Find a coach or someone that you need maybe a little higher level. Or maybe it's just a best friend. But find someone that can support you through that and have that connection so that they can help you understand and see where you're at presently in the present moment. Because if we can identify and have those connections made and be present in that moment and be clear on our vision, then we are going to be able to move forward and come out of this feeling of shame. We're going to be able to move forward and come out of this feeling that we are a bad person. Because we're not. We really aren't. We're just learning. We're just going about life trying to figure it out like everyone else. So let's stop making ourselves feel like we are the bad person just because we don't have it all figured out yet. And let's start being more present in our current state and defining ourselves by who we are, not what we do. Let's make that distinction because we know that who we are truly is an awesome, powerful individual. But we often minimize ourselves and create labels on ourselves because we don't want to impose on others. Let's get around that. Let's move through that. Let's step forward from there. 
it after you guys level up. Well, there you have you guys. Another episode digging into the notion of shame and its effect on our life and how we can work through that and step forward from that. Super happy to be back putting out more content. Took that time off, needed to reset, refocus, get back aligned with myself and what I wanted this platform to to really be about and um, sort of find that inspiration on it again. So I appreciate you guys' patience with me um, and looking forward to many, many, many more episodes to come. Uh, With that, if you found that this episode resonated with you or that you know someone that it could resonate uh, and help with, uh, please send it out, share it out, throw it out on social media, tag me in it, um, all those things. Just uh, really appreciate you guys spreading the love and, and spreading the support for the daily pursuit. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Level up. Voices rising like a church choir.